You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. It is hard to land on the moon, let alone Mars. I mm. mean, Mars 2020, which is the big rover, uh, same design as Curiosity, is scheduled to depart Earth next year. And incidentally, I think it's still possible if you want to send your name on a computer chip to Mars on board that mm-hmm. rover, you can go to a NASA website, just just search Mars 2020, you'll find a link. You can put your name uh, on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think my name's on a few different things, <laughs> which I've done over the years. But it's kind of fun. I mean, look, it's on a computer chip. Anyone who's going to dig that computer chip out down the track and go, oh, my great, great grandfather put his name on this, it's probably, it's probably quite unlikely that's going to happen. They'll be scratching but, their heads on how to actually uh, read get access. <laughs> yeah, we've got, found this little square thing it's about the you know one millimeter thick and yeah anyway so so that, that's a little thing you can do and a lot of nasa missions do that which is kind of public outreach getting people involved but it is hard to land uh, very hard to send people to mars hard to send people to the moon and it's even hard to send robots to the moon as the indian space agency has recently discovered they were attempting to so they've got an orbiter and it also had with it a lander and the lander had with it a rover mm. And they were aiming for the moon's south pole. It's the first time anyone's been there in the way of a landing. It's a very interesting spot because it's, it is known to have deposits of water ice. Now, what they don't know is exactly what form it takes or how they might access that. So mm. being able to land in this region of the moon uh, and uh, get down there with a rover as well as a lander would be fantastic. Mm. Now... Unfortunately for this latest Indian effort, the Trandjayan 2 orbiter has made it into safe orbit, but the Vikram lander and its Pragyan rover descended down to about two kilometres, about 1.2 miles above the lunar surface, and then the communication was lost, Mm. and there are now fears that they may have crashed into the moon. The Vikram lander is India's first moon lander and is, is slash was carrying the country's first lunar rover, Pragyan. So be interesting to see what's, what's happened. Great if they somehow managed to land safely, a soft landing. There's no parachuting. Yep. There's no aero braking. Yep. You have to do a powered descent, and it needs to generally be a throttleable. So you need to adjust so, your uh, amount of thrust to get yourself to a slower speed as you touch down. So it required the contact in order to be to land safely? I think there may have been some autonomous functionality mm-hmm. on board, but uh, it's not... Because there's a time it's, delay it's, in terms of the controls that you would send mm, remotely. You can almost fly uh, joystick style because mm-hmm. it's... A, it's traveling at the speed of like it's about one one and a half seconds mm-hmm. delay between sure. the here and the moon 240,000 miles to the moon it's a good distance away it's a large object and it is difficult to land on uh, unfortunately the israelis earlier this year they had a privately funded at- attempt to land on the moon mm-hmm. and it was carrying a whole bunch of um, i think it was some kind of biological specimens might have been microbes or mm-hmm. or you know organics of, of um, seeds little plants whatever they were trying to demonstrate that could could possibly survive on the on the lunar surface and one of the um, the criticisms of that was not it, it crashed and burned and, yeah. and that's the end of that but uh, it also took this organic matter um, they're trying to keep it as pristine surface uh, so and, introduced and, a foreign introduced yeah. and, and they do know that bugs can survive in space mm. in fact that's one of the theories comets and dust traveling through the solar mm-hmm. system and through the galaxy uh, carrying microbes and that yes. actually has been proven to be the case mm. um, that that microbes can cling to dust and travel very long distances over mm. very long time periods mm. so 
Cassini Orbiter, even though it was made, manufactured in as clean an uh, environment as possible, was deliberately crashed into Saturn, yep. could have kept it in orbit, could have got more science out of it. Mm-hmm. They were out of fuel, couldn't control it reliably, didn't want to crash into any of the moons because they want the moons to remain pristine. Pristine, So same thing does kind of apply. And there are actually international treaties that govern what you dump onto celestial bodies other than Earth. But anyway, the Israeli one did not comply. And I believe there's a Chinese one which managed to land successfully on the dark side of the moon. It also carried biological specimens Mm -hmm. from Earth. Uh, So I'm not exactly sure what the legal situation it may be that you know, this is not really enforced anyway. Mm. Uh, I would have thought not a bad idea to try to keep these places pristine. So back to the Indians, they are struggling to make contact. They're, I think over the next couple of weeks, they're going to continue to try to make contact. They mm-hmm. apparently have identified where uh, the lander and rover are right. on the surface, mm-hmm. but they don't know the condition. Sure. At the moment, they haven't heard back from them. So unfortunately, it would appear that there's been a crash landing and would suggest a total loss of both the, the rover and the lander. So a pity there. But fortunately, the orbiter, the product of the Indian Space Research Organization, it's called Chandrayaan-2. There was a Chandra-1 earlier, which means mooncraft in Hindi. It was a successful orbiter as well. Chandrayaan-2 has uh, one of the highest resolution, I think it is the highest resolution camera ever sent to the moon, uh, capable of getting resolution of the surface down to uh, uh, half a meter or less. It's safely in orbit and it will do good science anyway. But it's just a pity about those landing craft. The orbiter's got a whole bunch of um, spectrographs and other instruments on board, uh, which will improve our understanding of the polar regions yeah. with a view to getting that water. Now, just briefly, thought I'd mention that the US, NASA, uh, and, and the Americans have a plan to get back to the moon with people in 2025. Uh, and the uh, NASA has actually been inviting comments and uh, input from private companies in America who are interested in providing an integrated human landing system to put the first woman and next man on the moon by 2024. So mm. they are going to... NASA needs help from mm. the private sector for this. They also need help in developing the lunar orbiting space station mm. called Lunar Gateway. So the system is then that you take the Orion spacecraft, which is the big heavy lift new, rec- uh, new rocket that NASA's developing, mm-hmm. bigger than the Saturn V, <laughs> yet to fly. But that could theoretically take people to lunar orbit, mm-hmm. drop them off at the lunar space station, the gateway, and then from there they ride a descent craft down to the lunar surface, mm-hmm. and then they ride an ascent stage like there was with Apollo. Yep. The thing splits in half, mm-hmm. and the ascent stage takes off and returns them back to the lunar space station, mm-hmm. and then Orion takes them from there back to Earth. That's the system that at sure. the moment is in is theorised to happen. Mm-hmm. They are inviting other options from the private sector. I imagine SpaceX. SpaceX, be, Blue Origin, yeah. Bigelow Aerospace, all these different companies that are getting into the space game with a view to either mining or resources, satellites, payloads into space space mm. for governments, yeah. all that sort of stuff. It, it is a lucrative area and there's a lot of investment by very wealthy people like the likes of Jeff Bezos with Blue Origin, for example. Just developing the gateway is going to be insanely expensive. You know, to have all these other bits of machinery and infrastructure to get people there, as we've found with the Indians just now, it's hard enough to get there with a robot. Yes. To get there with people with all that extra weight for sustaining life, it's a tall order. And, you know, it hasn't escaped a lot of people's attention that 2020 
2024. The target date happens to be the end of uh, Donald Trump's second term if he was to Should get, he one. get one. Yes. Should he get one? And it would be easy just to walk away from that and say, oh, look, we tried. Wasn't it great? Mm-hmm. And it is a selling point to the American public with a memory of, uh, of the way John F. Kennedy uh, inspired people mm-hmm. to get behind uh, the target of mm-hmm. landing people within mm-hmm. a decade. This mm-hmm. is in the early 1960s. Well, we can do it in five years, according mm-hmm. to Trumpy. Mm-hmm. So, and with his space force as well? Yeah, with the space force as yeah. well, with the militarization of outer space. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. The gateway elements. In fact, in May, NASA awarded a contract to Maxar Technologies to build, launch, and demonstrate in space the first gateway element, the power and propulsion element. In June, the agency issued a draft solicitation for lunar cargo delivery services. That could be something SpaceX can help with. NASA has indicated its intent to procure a gateway crew cabin from a single US provider. So a lot of ambition there from NASA. Whether it can happen in that kind of time frame, we'll wait and see. Hopefully, the Indian lander and rover may make contact Mm -hmm. with the mother craft in orbit and we may yet find out more about the details of the south pole of the moon you're listening to beyond infinity Infinity.